Welcome to Branding You Real Estate. This is your host, Corinne King. Thank you so much for joining me for this podcast today where we are talking about designing your ideal customer avatar with my good friend, Danielle Drake. So Branding You Real Estate is exactly how it sounds. It's for real estate agents created by a real estate agent to help you build design or even elevate your brand. And really my goal is to give you tools to think outside the box and to get a step above your competition. Um, And with that, I don't just interview, and you'll see this, that many of my interviews are outside of the real estate world. And I love that because it gives a different perspective. And really to stand out, you need to be different. And more importantly, you need to be you, which you will find out in the upcoming podcast where I speak with my good friend, Danielle Drake, about creating and designing and visualizing that ideal customer avatar. And once you determine that ideal customer avatar, how you can take your brand and market it to that target audience. Anyways, enjoy. Is that Danielle Drake? (laughs) It is. Hi. Hi. So I'll just first do a quick introduction. Um, And before this, you'll also have an introduction. But I am speaking with, I like to call her Dee Dee, um, short for Danielle Drake, a great, wonderful, amazing friend of mine who is, you know, that one friend that you always bounce ideas off of and a marketing guru. I know that you may not think you're as good as you are, but you're pretty darn amazing. Um, I will preface this, that Danielle was my first interview while I tested out this platform. Um, so we are, we came up with another really cool topic to talk about. And it's something that she always harps on whenever we talk about marketing and branding ourselves. And she always comes back to well, who is your client avatar? Like, who are you marketing to? And that's so important when you're building your branding. Anyways, I talked way too much. Tell us a bit about yourself, Miss Danielle Drake, and um, we'll go from there. Sure. Wow, that was a really great intro, Corinne. Um, <laughs> you actually kind of shocked me when you, like, jumped on because I had it up for a while. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm recording a podcast. I should pay attention. I should pay attention. So... Um, yeah, so I think I would start out with like when, so I'm 32 now, so about like 10 years ago, or even right after I graduated college um, with my marketing degree, I, you know, started coming around this idea of like developing my first startup, which was my first app called I Beautify Me. And I was learning and building how to connect consumers to stylists. And this is when I first, you know, incubators first started. It, maybe they were before then, but in, you know, in Gainesville at the University of Florida, this was our first incubator. And um, so I was, you know, learning, you know, uh, basically bootstrapping my first app and building a team and interns and for a couple of years till we made our first dollar. Isn't it crazy where the world has come from when you started that app oh. to like where it is now? Like you were one of the first like to really be in that uh, realm. Yes, I was. I was definitely like definitely the youngest woman there this incubator and for not knowing 
like how to pitch to venture capitalists, not knowing even how to write a business plan or understood, you know, what's even the word revenue meant. And it was, it was wild. It was a wild time. It was, I kept describing because Angie's list was basically the only thing that was compared to what I was trying to do. It was part of my pitch. I was like, yes, I'm the Angie's list for the beauty world. I remember that. I remember trying to understand it because I feel like you were way ahead of the times. Oh, yeah. And, and, And the only biggest competitor I had was, and who had millions in, you know, funding was out in San Francisco and they're huge now. It's called style seat. Um, but yeah, she was my biggest competitor, you know, at the time. Yeah. So from there, um, I think I just really dove in deep into the digital, you know, world and especially in marketing. Um, I built a couple other websites, um, after my first startup and then I built a studio with a really famous photographer and um, where we shared half our space for photography and half for makeup. And we, you know, partnered on jobs all the time together. Is this Crystal? Yeah. Okay. Curves. So I yeah. do want, and I should have said this at the beginning. Um, so there's an earlier podcast where I had the opportunity to interview, interview Crystal. And it was Danielle who connected us. Um, and she was so gracious because one, I was still learning technology and I had a crying baby, but anyways, let me get to the point. She talked about creating these photos for real estate agents. You know, we are so boring with our headshots. Like now I hate my headshot after our conversation and Danielle and I first had this, had our first podcast that's not on here cause we're making a fresher one. I'll say. But that's where the idea came in and how Danielle works with her on – so, yes, there's this photo shoot that they put together. But you and her went so much deeper and that's where we're kind of peeling back those layers where she talked about here is the editorial photo shoot that you should do and here's how you prepare for it. These are the clothes you should wear. This is what you should think about. And part of it was we'll come up with your marketing plan And this is where I think you guys really partnered together. Like, Danielle, you have a brilliant creative mind, and that's why I want you on here. And you're always that sounding board for me. And you're like, well, who's your client avatar? Who are you marketing to? Then from there, we can build the rest of your marketing plan, the rest of your brand. And you worked a lot with real estate agents. So I know I kind of took over there. I just wanted to sew the two together because you both, that's how both podcasts came about. And you're just taking one kind of leg of what she talked about, how you got to that final stage. But the overall brand of you starts with two things, I think core values, and then also understanding your client. So designing and building and defining who that client avatar is. And you know what, I think it comes even before then. Um, and, and I think because we're always taught to know your client, know your client. But, you know, if you know yourself, right? And again, so you said with your getting core value, deep, getting deep, like, yeah, it. like better even than your that like knowing, like your personality, right? Even taking certain personality tests, um, like from the Myers-Briggs. And then there's a, another great one who tells you how people perceive you, right? And what they're like, the minute you walk into a room, what do they feel? And learning those strengths about who you are, because 
who you are is basically like your ICA, like who you're attracting, right? What's and ICA? So it's your customer, um, your ICA is your, what is this again? Your customer avatar. Is it the ideal customer avatar? Yes. I've been saying client, yep. sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Ideal customer avatar. But basically like you, from, from my experience and like doing this, like you, I'm always like, oh, you've got to know who they are and create marketing to attract your ideal customer avatar. But actually like you have to know yourself really well and know what your strengths are so you can be consistent in your marketing strategy and you can go with your strengths. So then whenever you roll out your marketing strategy, you'll be consistent with it. So you'll then be able to you keep up with it. Attract, yes. And you'll be able to attract your ideal, your, your ideal, you know, customer. And I, because everyone falls, even I was talking to a, a client today on the phone. They're like, God, my, my coach wants me to start video and do video and everyone's doing video. Right. And she's like, Danielle, I am not comfortable with it. I'm not good with it. I'm like, that's perfectly fine. Like, why should you do something that you're, you don't want to do? Why don't you, what do you, what kind of blogging do you like to do? Is it oh my God. I just podcast? did this podcast the other day. Like I said, exactly that. Like I was like, figure out your yes. strengths. Maybe it's video. Maybe it's writing. If you're good at writing, start writing blogs yeah. and good content and articles. And because that's your brand. Mm-hmm. That's your. That's who you are, and embracing who you are, loving who you are, like honoring this. What the whole idea is? What's going to also show up on on camera? And I find when people really, when they've come to our photo shoots and they've, you know, besides they've come, you know, been prepared with their logo colors, right? Or, you know, their marketing plan, they know who they are, right? They know what they're good at, right? And they own that. And then that, that showcases so well on camera. And then that, those pictures, you know, really are the ones on these big, you know, where the, where the client has felt so good with those pictures that they are putting them everywhere and they're showcasing their brand to so many more people because they love those photos and it's just because they're honoring and their strengths, you know? And that in turn, I think when you start with those core values are being genuine, then you start attracting the people that you want to work with because they're attracted to those photos. And you know what? Not everyone is going to be attracted to, who you are no. and that's okay. That's so okay. And yeah, because like when you start creating marketing for that ICA, like you're first, you know, that you, you're first starting just to think about them before you, like what would you do, right? Or how would you want to, how does this look to you? Um, and, and how does this tone sound to you, right? Even if you got a copywriter to help you articulate your message, you still have to like put that final spit on it. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it still it still sounds and feels like you because that's what your customers really. I mean, they're, that's what they're going to come to. They're going to come because it's you. You know what I was thinking, you know, earlier mm-hmm. when we were going into this, you know, a lot of people coming into real estate, they're like, I want the luxury high end. I mean, everyone wants that. Right. Um, but you have to think about it. Like, do you really want that? I get it. You love the one part of it is that you make a ton more money on a luxury listing, you know, you're, you know, really making the, making the dough when you're selling big multi-million dollar properties. 
But in order to get that, you have to run in those circles. And maybe that is your thing. And maybe it's not, but it, I think it's so important to, to look at that as well. You know, like you think that luxury clientele might be what you want, but how do you define really what your ideal client will be? Uh, I, I, again, it's, I think coming back to where do you, what do you, who do you normally hang out with? Where do you normally feel comfortable in? Right. And not and multi-million again- dollar homes. I'm just talking to myself. I like the money of it, but or maybe you can partner no. with someone who does like to run in those circles and maybe, you know. Even – listen, like here's a great example. We have another client that um, is a millionaire, okay, but he's under the radar because you know where he does? He buys multi-million dollar apartments, but they're in the high, lower-end neighborhood, right? And – that's like, he's still making so much money. He doesn't run in those. He's so under the radar. Nobody knows, right? What he has, what he does. That could be your ideal clientele. Like a lot of people on St. Croix are very, you could be sitting next to a bum and a multimillionaire and you don't really know the difference. I mean, that's not everywhere. You're probably not going to find that in Beverly Hills or New York or Miami, but, um, well, some people, I mean, you don't know who they are. Right. You'll never know. But like if you're being true to yourself, you might attract that that person might want to do business with you and you'll never know. Like they might have millions and in property and they want to have, you know, commercial real estate they want to invest in and other different things. But it doesn't always have to be like I I love that people they think this, but I hate it at the same time that they think that, you know, just because they're you know, having these, this kind of crowd, that's the only kind of multimillionaire and it's not. That is true. And I didn't think of that. See, I put them in a hole and I was like, I don't want to hang out because it's not my, not my jam, but maybe my client avatar is, you know, has, of course, you know, humble business people who make millions of dollars and want to buy multi-million dollar homes from me. That's a terrible client avatar though. Like, so how do we get specific on it like how do how do you narrow it down what are some exercises or some techniques you tell people you know when you meet with them like who are you trying to market to is pretty much what an ICA is so ideal customer avatar I keep saying clients sorry I mean they're really like I think so once you figure out your strengths right so for instance mine would be video um you have to and be in front of a camera which I'd love to be in versus I, I don't like to write copy. I mean, I could do podcasting, um, but it's very easy for me to, the technology is there for me to go live and I'm, I can, you know, press a button and boom, I can start to create uh, content. And the next thing I would do is my strategy, right? So it, it depends. I and mean, this is like the nitty gritty, right? How many days a week are you going to go live? Right. How much how many hours are you going to spend on your marketing a week? What Whether it's writing, podcasting, you know, or video. Right. Then how about targeting that? So now we know what your strength is. So we're just going to use you as the example. Strength is video. Uh, I mean, you have so many other wonderful strengths. Um, (laughs) But now how do you take that and target it to your audience? You know, I get people can do a blanket, you know, and just send it to everyone. Um, What is that? So for instance, I feel, and I niche this, right? So as part of what I do as a makeup artist, what do I love within makeup artistry? Now, I do not love the actual, uh, at times, doing this dramatic look, right? It's not my client, 
right? My clients love these natural looks, soft look, really focusing on the skin, right? They like a little bit of a glam, like on a maybe Friday night, but on the everyday that my client is not going to put heavy, heavy makeup on. So I like an, an awesome, my client likes, lives a completely clean, like a, like a cleaner, natural lifestyle. So I like cleaner products. So I like cleaner products. I like a more natural look, right? I like to get a little glammed in, at, at certain events, but on the everyday, no girl, I love my skin. I love being in that. So, so does my client. So I focused my niche because I know there's a ton of, you got to get a niche within your real estate. What is it that you love? What is it you're comfortable in? Um, and then that's, I would feel what you talk about and create content around that theme. So help me figure out, and this could be completely fictitious, but all right. So let's go through some scenarios of me, real estate agent Corinne, trying to figure out and define and almost like write up this bio for my client uh, avatar, customer avatar. Darn it. I keep getting it wrong. Tell us like on the everyday, like where... Who do you feel the most comfortable as a client in the past that you've recognized that, that I like that. you've what? I like where you're going. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Okay, okay. So like where where do you feel so comfortable that the energy was like like you just it was like you were in a flow. Like you didn't even realize when you were showcasing this person's place or picking so them up. It was up. so much like, fun. It was easy, right? It was not like a struggle for you internally. What what was that client? The client, okay, so the price range actually very much stands out here. And that price range is between like five and eight fifty. So five hundred thousand and eight hundred and fifty thousand. Isn't it interesting how you go right always to a number? When I'm going for how, what does this person look like? What does she feel like or he feel like? What were they wearing? It's funny though, because right? I find that like all the people in that price range I really have like really adored working with and loved them. And maybe it's um, a, a lot of them are, again, I'm in a complete different area than most people. So my client avatar might change once I change geographically. All this is coming out right now. I never even thought about it all. Um, yeah. but usually it's like a secondary home, uh, for someone. And but what did the client feel like to you? What was the energy for you? Oh, they were just earthy and loving. Like they've become like Very- family. Oh. Yes, it was earthy. They were loving. What else were they? Was it that would mm. they have a warm? They were them? very warm. Yes. A warm look like to you. Are they a touchy feely? Were they like, you know, what 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 were they wearing? Just, what does earthy wear? They oh, I like this. Okay. I mean, they had shorts and flip flops on, like no one really dressed up, but more like right. linen pants kind of thing. Mm, and like tell, a fedora tell. what's a fedora is that like that Cuban hat yes let me see okay so we're actually like so when you think of this client darn it customer avatar you're really going like what are they wearing what are they acting what are they doing not just you know money wise I guess their favorite Netflix movie. Mm, I, right? Yeah, I didn't get there, but I'll make sure to start questioning all of my customers um, what their favorite Netflix gonna, movie is. Well, you're going to find that what they love watching, you also love enjoying. Yeah. Right? 
there is going to be so many similarities because Corinne, when you just described your earthy, warm flip-flops, that's you, baby girl. That is my girl right off the beach in a really cool, like, some sort of beach throw on, but you're like, chill. You're my And now you're building my brand. So I have my fedora on with like some nice sandals, a flowy dress, but like not unprofessional, like a professional flowy dress. That's kind of what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. And you're like, and you're naturally sun-kissed hair. You're, you're pretty blue eyes that are sparkling and and you're in your zone on the beach with a great cocktail. I want to preface everyone. I do not look like that right now. We are... (laughs) month two and a half post uh, coronavirus and I anyways no I appreciate you thinking I look like that she hasn't seen me for a couple of years so uh, so like that's like literally what you describe and you're very earthy you're very warm you're very chill you're very classy you can go you to know I think doctor. classy is a thing too because you get you know sometimes you get the earthy more like earthy borderline bum like hippie yeah hippie which I mean like I love I love that but I love more you know a sophisticated yes you do if that makes any sense and all of the people that I've worked with that I love second home they're successful in a sense but not overly shiny it's that you know uh I don't wow I think it's super cool that we so Danielle and I I actually kind of threw this topic to her as I sent her the link to this I thought we kind of had an understanding of what it would be um, just because you always talk about it. And I was like, I don't really understand how I figure out my client avatar and just talking through it. Find someone to talk through this with. I don't know. Yes. Give us a call. 772-633-6219. I just gave my number out there. <laughs> we can bounce ideas off each other because I am, I, I just pictured my entire editorial photo shoot, my entire branding, how my Instagram and Facebook would love it, look and how my email is. <laughs> Cool. Hammock, Corinne. Corinne, with a hammock. With a darn hammock. Yes, yes. You are such a hammock girl in a great cocktail. And I could see you like lounging, but like with a great book, like a soulful book. Yes. Right. Well, because you know me. Girl. Yeah, that's that's like, that's you're, you actually have clients who are soulful, right? I do. There's two like groups, couples specifically that I adore. And I can't wait yes. for them to meet, but that's who I was picturing. Like, literally, I'm going to make sure my customer, who's now a good friend of mine, um, listened to this. Because I think I just described her entire outfit from sandals to her fedora hat. Is it fedora, fedora? I don't, I don't really know, but she's cool and chic, but like. Yes, uh, cool like, and chic uh, and chill. The triple C. Yeah. And like, yeah, she's not at, she's on that dance floor, but not like that grinding one. She's listening to the great Bahamian music. Yeah, her glass. Corinne, who you like are in your downtime is what your clients are as well, and that's why you click so well. That is and crazy. That... I did kind of describe myself, or at least how, yes. how I want to be. Right? And, yeah. Doesn't begin. That's part of like anything, but that doesn't start. That. Oh, now I'm excited. All right. What's the next step? Now let's find my. I mean, I just figured it out. So now we've kind of, I painted a picture. That's That's what you did just then. You made me paint a picture of who that is and what they're like. I need to feel it. Yes. Paint the picture and feel it. What do you like to watch? What do you like to eat? How do you like to spend your days? Because I guarantee you there's going to be similarities just like there are between those two couples that you really love that you all have. Mm -hmm. And that's what you 
narrow down between those two couples is asking them. So the second step, you figure out your client, right, that you love. Then you call them and you have a list of questions. Um, what, what, you know, has been the most frustrating part of this process for you? And there's actually, I can, I can send this to you, Corinne, so you can give to your audience, an ideal client avatar question. What? I didn't even and know I- you had that. And I have multiple ones of these. And um, you, f- so you have your clients, right? Send me the and one that you think will be best for real estate agents. All right, yeah. keep going. So, well, actually, it's actually, they're actually very general. So you, 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 you them like geared towards your real estate things, but you are finding out their pain points. What's their biggest frustrations, right? In this process, right? Finding a great realtor, a second home. You're figuring out, um, what do they find the most joy in, right? You're figuring out when they feel the most happiest. What's, you know, maybe even you can get down to the nitty gritty of like, uh, you know, like I said, what's their favorite food? What do they, what do they like to do on the weekends? And, and you spend about 45 minutes on the, on a zoom call with them. Cause it's great to see their expressions and you let them talk and you actually record this. So you can go back and listen to this and listen to this. And this is what I have done. Um, and I would call the next client. So for every service within your real estate business, right. And you guys probably, maybe some people have multiple services that they do. You find the customer within that service and then you Mm -hmm. call them the questionnaire and you record it. So these are the actual tactics that I've done. And then you put together basically like you're the avatar of them, right? This is who they are. And there's some a lot of similarities between you and this person. This is why they liked you. They'll tell you, like I've even asked them, so why did you hire me over somebody else? What did you see in me that you liked? You know? And they'll tell you though, and the, and the, and I've even asked them, how did you find me? What made you book you know, again, what made you book with I me? I think an important versus- one is like one, what attracted you to click yeah. on my profile? You know, some, you know, kind of just fell yeah. into yes. me because I was passed down from someone else, but a lot of times, um, you know, buyers and sellers, even they call around and they wait until they connect with someone. So I think that's like, how did, what made you connect with me rather than that other realtor that you called? hundred percent because that's, I've asked them this and they're like, Oh my gosh, Danielle, the IG of watching, listen to this, your videos, the music in your videos I connected with. I love the way you were smiling with your clients. I love the interaction that you had. I uh, And these were like short videos I made of showing my work, but they actually saw this and was like, wow, like I vibe with her. Not only that, this is really what's interesting too, that they found me on somebody else's, and this is really important, um, Instagram right? A picture of their work, a picture of them. And she letting them know I did their uh, makeup. Right. And it was a little bit of an influence with this woman. Then she came to my, then that client came to my page, saw I had this beautiful studio because they love my clients love quality. And they saw the work and they saw them heard the music and the video she was telling me she saw my vibe. She's like, I want her. I want to meet with her. That and so it was like wow, and you know, and then before that, she and that comes up, back to, like, in that video that you didn't even know was out there, you no. you were just being yourself, and that comes back to yes. being yourself, and then you probably yes. loved working yes. with her because she liked your vibe yes. already, and she was like, yeah, that's my you know people. What she said? 
this is you know what she said to me she said danielle i wouldn't care how much you cost she said if you were over five thousand dollars i wouldn't have cared oh i love that uh see and it's how you make people feel they'll remember that yeah but it's because you're feeling good because you are being true to who you are and that's like i just love how like i feel like i'm this deep journal person that you know some people like to call mm-hmm. them self-help books. I like to call them self-growth <laughs> books. Um, oh. But I was planning on keeping this podcast like all business. Like, okay, this is business. And what I've loved about it and talking to some of actually the most – some really successful brokers or people like you with an outside marketing experience as and especially in real estate that's such a personal business is that it is so important to really build everything from like this – core of who you are yes yes because people can remember people can feel we're feelers and they can feel when you're being fake they can feel when you're being inauthentic they can feel when you don't care about the client and we're in such a service industry which you which we're in like if they don't feel good around you why are they they're going to go to somebody else so and if you're not feeling good they can feel that and if you're being fake they can feel that. And so it's very important to, as you know yourself and your strengths, your personality, and you do create marketing around your personality, you'll be more consistent and you'll attract those ideal clients. So it all connects. Everything connects. Is there more... I know we were kind of bringing it to like a tactical, like here are some action items that you can take. So first was figuring out yourself. And then I loved the whole exercise we did. I don't even know if there's something that can help anyone else pull that out, but you pulled that out of me. You helped paint a picture of who they are. And now I reached out to those clients that I already know I love working with. I didn't even Mm -hmm. mean to describe them. And I was like, oh yeah, I've already had those amazing clients before. So you were lucky. So here's the thing. You were lucky that you had clients, right? right? That you could have. So a lot of people, people may not have the experience to kind of right. test out. So let's right. focus on that for a second. Because lucky for me, I've been able to have a taste, will you, of like buyers from buyers and sellers from all different personality and traits and money. And so I've been able to right. try them all out to know what I want. So what would you tell someone who's new to the business Maybe they've had one or two clients. Maybe they've had none, and they're just really working on building that brand now. And so again, it starts with themselves, right? They, who they are, knowing themselves and what they like, and being true within them and creating marketing within them themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So they have to they have to the customer. They're going to have to be consistent with their marketing, right? And so being consistent with whatever their marketing strategy is on whatever platform that they're doing, then they're going to bring in customers and try out. They're going to see. You know, or they're going to be an interning or shadowing, right? Another bigger broker to get a touch, to feel it, to see, you know, what they're bringing in. Mm, I like this and I like that. So there's multiple ways of, you know, testing this out. You know, you go on job shadow calls with a, a more experienced broker, right? You're interning in a thing. No matter how old you are, you can intern. Uh, I think that's a I hate when they just make it sound like it has to be in high school or college. Um, but and and um, and then you're being consistent with your marketing to get a customer. So 
So, I mean, I'm sure there's other ways to do it, but that's off the top of my head. And so then they would, so after you had your ideal customer or, or, um, you would do your, you know, questionnaire to calling on them and learning more about their pains, their fears, their frustrations, what makes them happy. Right. And then you can create content. You can then start to create campaigns and content around their fears and frustrations and having and creating solutions to oh, those yeah. fears. So if you were going you know? for, and I know that you did this for your mm-hmm. brand. And again, with real estate, it's very personal. So right. building like the actual brand logo, the colors, the feel, <laughs> the, what you see and touch, how can you use what you learn about your ideal customer avatar? So it doesn't ever, that, remember that stage is already before, right? So you've created your branding, the look and the feel of things as you've begun to know who you are. Because you so can't you think do that before that. you get to know your client? 100%, because your client isn't, no, because you've got to know you. They're coming, they're being attracted and coming oh, to you I because see. it's you. Because it's you. It's not, Right. Right. So if you don't stay true to who you are and then you're going to adjust, it's basically, you do not want to be a, what is it? A thermostat where you're changing the temperature every time a new customer comes because it doesn't fit, you know, you're trying to fit your mold to Mm -hmm. them. No, you've got to be who you are and be consistent with who you are to attract consistent, your consistent ideal customers. You can't be a, what is it? a, A thermostat. There's, a, there's an actual quote to this versus the thermometer versus the thermostat. And a thermometer, I think, stays at a certain temperature or thermostat does versus a thermometer where it changes all the time. You don't want to be something that changes, right? No, you got to be true to yourself. You got to be that rock to attract. Good you know? point. Yeah, I would have thought, okay, build all this branding, build your brand. But it's more Around now. Other- so you build like oh. the base of your brand. So the look and feel. Who you are. Maybe your, I don't know. Yeah, who you are. That look and feel. And then you can build content. It's almost like a branching, branching off of that brand. Once you figure out your customer avatar. So no, you, you're answering their pain questions and, and, and like coming up with better content. Okay. Solution-based content. Right. So how hard would it be? God, so they say their biggest frustration is how do I... Like, what real estate company do I go to? How do I know that I have the right real estate? Where, like, where do I want my second home to be? I don't know. Some questions that they're, you know, I only have $500,000 and extra in cash. Like, uh, you know, what kind of second home can I get? What bank can I actually, you know, they don't even know. Where do I start with this process of a second home? I don't even know, but I want one, right? So, and as you're doing your questionnaire and calling upon these people, you'll hear these frustrations that they've had. They don't know where to start. So then you create a campaign or a podcast. I mean, you know, and when I mean campaign, it could be like a series or just an ad um, or a podcast or a video on that particular topic. And you can create so much content on that particular topic. How would you use the information you received from these customers when you ask them, like, what attracted you to me? Um, I would create more content around that. So say this client loved my studio, right? She loved seeing that. Well, that actually, you know, is, comes from one of my buckets of showing behind the scenes. 
So I would show more behind the scenes images of my studio, right? Mm -hmm. I would, you know, show them, you know, what I do, uh, the look and feel of it and make sure in my videos that I'm with my customers or my clients that are coming in that my, 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 my studio is there. You know, I would put on my Google page more pictures of my studio, right? I would show them because they loved, you know, the makeup. They're going to love, you know, I'll teach them about my process of like how I, you know, when I bring you in, this is what it look, you know, this is what we would start to do. Um, as is your pre-trial, right? And if they love me, they're also going to probably love other vendors that I work with. So I would also add value by creating a vendor list for them. And these are why I chose these people for them. Because usually, and also one of their pain points were like, you know, they didn't really create a budget for trials, right? So they said, you know, that was definitely a new thing for me. So I would create content around the types of budgets what brides would need to have um, for trials. I'm trying to think of pain or, points from different buyers yeah, from and stuff that I've worked with. I mean, working with someone yeah. now and... I guess understanding I, all everything with the mortgage process here. And so I yeah. can create that to create content to clarify that for him and other clients yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and you would create maybe even uh, like white papers or PDFs and send them to your clients, you know, in, in your newsletter. Right. Or if you had a funnel where these were all where your new people were coming in from like that were interested in and then creating different newsletters you know because this would be that particular funnel would be tagged as new buyers potential new buyers creating emails to make them feel comfortable in this buying process and how to buy right and a new properties listed in this price point or this part of the island you know what it's what whatever it is you know as a new buyer would be interested in and as a second home God, there's so many pain points know, around so that. Many points. I, and I'm thinking yeah. like, well, nope. second home, if I'm finding that's my ideal client avatar, mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I would market during the winter season, you know, really put heavy marketing yeah. into that. Be like, why, you know, come have your second home here or retire or I don't know, but yeah. it just has my, like, my gears yeah. going. Yeah, and teaching them about the mortgage process in a second home here. Or right. how would they even – Good point. You know, what's the weekend or, you know, the week – do I do I have to, do they have to have full cash? or And then explaining them how to, like, book a flight here and plan a weekend to look for homes. How to, what does that look like? I'm, right? Well, you're just giving me so much content. I'm so excited. I'm definitely going to go yeah. with that. that. And that's, like, exactly like the – type of clientele I want to attract. So if I just create maybe a video or a post or a blog, depending on my strengths. So for example, we'll say it's a blog, but Hey, here's how you can experience the Island and go search for real estate. You know, here's your itinerary for a four day getaway slash real estate hunt. Uh I don't know. Vacation mixed with, you know, looking for a new home. How can we mix a vacation and looking for a new home at the same time? I definitely am in a special place where I can do funky things like that, but I'm sure each area would have that. Oh my God. Yes, of course. And you would get the creative vibe within you 
when you create content coming from an authentic yep. place, get creative. If you're not being authentic and genuine with who you are, you, you, it's hard. Cause then it takes like, you've got to think about them all the time, but if you're coming from yourself, it's like, Oh yeah, I like that. I want to do that. I want to wine tasting and nap. Right that is now. true. And it's like, I have a jet, please. Yes. That's what I'd like. <laughs> That's just me, but See, you, know. you have a different client avatar so, than I do. I'd be like, let's go on a horsey <laughs> through the sea, oh, and, and definitely God. end with drinking wine and watching the sunset. But that <laughs> might not be everyone's that. thing. Sure, exactly. That's why it's so cool. You can just create like all your content will be like I'm sure there's gonna be similar like tight like like you know themes, but it's gonna be really different because every you know unless someone's you're copying somebody. You're going to have – the way you say it and do it is going to be so different. Yeah, you can definitely get inspiration from other people. Yes. And I think some people think, like, they can't. They have to start from scratch. Oh, yeah. But then also they think, they like, don't. well, if you're copying someone, then you aren't being authentically true to yourself. Yeah. Just oh. copy things oh, in a sense where you like it, you're attracted to it, um, but make it your own. Yeah. Put a small little twist on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and do, yeah, don't reinvent the wheel. Let's just keep it simple. Keep it simple. So you don't stress yourself and out. And I'm pulling up my Instagram you know, mark- really quick because you just hit on a topic and we'll end here. Cause I think it's a great thing to end on. Cause there's so much material you just gave. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think this will give enough information for whoever's listening to start building on that client av- avatar, customer avatar. I'll get it right. Yeah. One of these days, whatever you want to call Me it, too. client, customer, avatar, whoever you want to attract yeah. avatar. Um, so I pulled this quote. I don't know who it's from. It says, if uh, you are your authentic self, you have no competition. So even if you're taking these ideas from other people and putting your own twist on it and the own sound in your voice and going off your strength and what you love, there'll be no one to compete with. But if you copy someone 100%, you're competing with that person 100%, you know? And they'll always win because it's coming from an authentic place for them. Amen, sister. We went off on a whole tangent on something that it all comes back to. Building your ICA, because I always hear you drop ICA like you know what, like you think I know what it means. I I was like, ICA, what is ICA? And I'm trying to act all cool like I know what that is. So ideal customer avatar. Yes, got it. Girl. I got Did it. it. Finally, after 41 minutes, I got it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for taking the time uh, to do a second podcast, which I know everyone's going to love. This was really informative and I had so much fun. Even halfway through, I was like, oh my God, there's so much I want to do. I want to do it right now. I'm bad at waiting. I like to get started right away. So if you're listening and you're excited to get started right away, take some time to know yourself. And once you know yourself, you will be able to build and design your ideal customer avatar. And thank you, Danielle Drink. Yes. For very and one quick thing, if they have trouble sitting with themselves, it's really great to take a couple personality tests that might help trigger some inc- like in you know, a way of like, wow, I didn't know this about myself. But yes, I do this and yes, I like this. So that, that helps me. And there is a podcast about that. Um, I think it was 16 personal. Is it 16 personalities.com? Yes, girl. Okay. That's a good one to get started with. It gives you some deets. Gives you some deets. 
All right. Well, thank you so much again. I took up 42 minutes of your time and thank you. And it's five o'clock. I believe you have a meeting now. It's a privilege. I love you. you. Bye. Bye. Well, I know that was a ton of information to take in. I hope it inspired you to sit down and really design your ideal customer avatar. And no matter where you are in the business of real estate, if this is your first year, if you've, you're still working on getting your license or you've been in it for 30 years, maybe it's time to refocus who you're marketing to and not just throwing that big net. And this is a way to do that. I promise you'll probably enjoy your career that much more and you will get that much better at it when you're working with people who are like you, which we we learned that your ICA emulates a lot of who you are um, and that's where you have to begin. And as you see, I don't really go into any of my podcasts with too much of a plan. I like the podcast and the guests to really dictate where the conversation goes because I feel like when you pinhole something we lose a ton of great information so that's where it went um I listened to it again I sounded like I smoked a joint right before I did the recording I think because it's my first time listening as well that I don't know what's coming up and I'm really like getting into it like I felt like Danielle was coaching me and I forgot I was being recorded. And as you like saw through that, I was going through the motions of visualizing and creating my ideal customer avatar. So I apologize, I sounded a little sleepy, but thank goodness for the energy of Miss Danielle Drake and all of her great information. And I really hope you get out there. I hope this gives you something to work with. And I think I gave myself another, seriously, feel free to text me it helps to bounce ideas off of people um, and off of someone in the industry as well who's across the world probably. So anyways, feel free to bounce some ideas off of me. We can help work on your ideal customer avatar. All right. Happy branding and hope to have you back for another podcast.